Shrub Nation. So my name is Anthony Nogato. Today we're going to talk about podcasts. So we launched our podcast about a year ago, and ever since then I've been getting a lot of questions. You know, should I start a podcast? Uh, is it the right time? Is it too late? Um, it's really like this gold rush of audio uh, with things like the Amazon Alexa and the Google Home uh, and smart cars and smartphones. You know, we are connected more than ever. And podcast gives you this interesting opportunity. It gives you the opportunity to make content and listen to content and consume content even while you're driving, even while you're on an airplane, even while you're at work and you're at your desk. There are all these times where you could be multitasking and listening to a podcast. And because of that, there has been like a real, real explosion. It's really like a renaissance, all these different podcasts, all these different topics, right? Anything that you wanna learn, um, the same kind of renaissance that happened on YouTube, it's now happening with podcasts. Now, one of the things about YouTube is YouTube charges you uh, if you want to do an audio-only version of YouTube, they actually charge a premium for that. That's their YouTube Plus, which I do subscribe to. I highly recommend it. It also removes the ads, right? Most podcasts, not only do they not have ads, they may have like some sponsored content in there, but it's done a lot more classy. It doesn't feel like a traditional ad. Um, they also are usually audio first, right? So that kind of experience of, hey, I'm in the car, I just want to listen to something, or hey, I'm, uh, I'm at the gym, I'm on the treadmill, right? And I want, to, I want to learn a little something about marketing or entrepreneurship or tech while I'm on the treadmill. All of that can happen with podcasts, and podcasts are absolutely free for the consumer. So, you know, even though technically podcasts are older than YouTube, um, when the iPod first came out, podcasts um, were kind of in their infancy and it was kind of like digital, like internet version of radio talk shows. They've been around for a while, but the last two to three years with smart cars, with smartphones being, uh, you know, hitting like 99% market penetration, everyone has a smartphone now, smart cars, right, the, the connected cars that sync up. That's the first app that pops up right next to your music is your podcast. So people, even like your grandma, even your aunt, even your mom, people that wouldn't necessarily be a super nerd and be going into podcasts are now getting into it and listening to them. So what are some of the benefits of podcasts? Okay, first one is just building yourself as a thought leader, building your personal brand, right? Positioning yourself as an expert in your industry. So um, I have a client of ours, they're in the real estate and mortgage industry, and we're helping them launch their podcast to allow them to connect with other thought leaders in their industry, right? So now they're going to be able to uh, interview the mayors, the governors, the councilmen uh, of all the towns where they do business, the uh, chairman of the boards that they're on, the, uh, the executives and other people that could be giving them referrals, right? So it's a great way to expand your network. The other great thing is when people listen to you on a podcast, they get an emotional attachment to you and they begin to view you as a thought leader, right? If I've listened to uh, you know, five hours of your content, if you call me, I'm gonna be more than likely to pick up. If you ask me for something, I'm gonna feel like I trust you, like I know you, like I have an emotional connection with you. And it's almost like doing the work while you're sleeping or doing the work of prospecting leads and warming up leads, even when you're not there, 
right? Um, you know, I think, I forget what the statistic is. I think it changes a lot, but it's anywhere between like 10 to 20 different contacts you have to make before you actually make a sale, right? So having a podcast has you making contacts, making connections with people. It's almost like you're going out to lunch with them and having a conversation with them because they're listening to you on the way to work or they're listening to you while they're at the gym. So you're being able to build these connections with people, even when you're asleep, even when you're working, you're doing something else. And it actually allows you to scale the kind of face-to-face -face interactions and communications that traditionally would either be a, uh, you know, some sort of celebrity on television could only do that. Um, that was very rare, like elite class. Or, you know, it was a salesperson that was taking everyone out to lunch, right? So it allows you to scale that, take you out to lunch, or let's have a meeting. It allows you to scale that and actually scale your experiences. Um, and I think the third one is just SEO, right? When someone searches up your name, one of the smartest things that you can do is create the podcast with your name in it, right? So if I was gonna start a podcast for this purpose, I could start the Anthony Delgado Show. Um, you can also do that in your industry, right? So if you're a uh, real estate broker in New Jersey, you could start the New Jersey Real Estate Show, right? Now, when people search those terms up, there's a high probability that your show is gonna come and get, get found and get populated. Now, on the topic of syndication, Let's talk about where does your podcast need to be for it to be found. One of the number one problems and one of the number one uh, mistakes that I see new podcasters getting into is that they're only on one platform and more than likely they're not even on the right platform where people usually consume this content. So let me give you an example. The Amazon Alexa app. Right, the uh, Amazon Alexa is, for those of you who don't know, it's a voice activated speaker. It's the smart speakers that people are now putting in their homes. And you can say, hey, Alexa, play music from my Spotify, play music from my Pandora, play uh, some nice relaxing music, right? Or I can say, hey, Alexa, I wanna hear the news, right? These are things that you can ask these smart home devices. Well, Amazon Alexa, has I believe only two sources currently that it can pull podcasts from, uh, two or three. But the main two are uh, Spotify, which is a music service. A lot of people don't know that it has podcasts built in. And uh, TuneIn, which is a radio focused uh, app. It's kind of similar to iHeartRadio and it focuses primarily on radio. Um, I do know Alexa has support for iHeartRadio. I don't know if it does the podcast version of that. Um, and it may have support for Stitcher, but again, that may be a third-party app. But right out of the box, when you ask it for a podcast, it searches TuneIn. And TuneIn, unless you have maybe a smart TV that might have it, you may have never heard of TuneIn. But if you want yourself on Amazon Alexa and also a whole bunch of smart TVs, you are gonna wanna get yourself on TuneIn. What do most uh, entrepreneurs do when they come out with a podcast? It's probably on YouTube. I see that a lot. Or it may go on uh, SoundCloud, which again, it's an easy platform. It's a consumer platform. So it makes sense that those are the first places that people put it. A lot of, uh, another trend that I see a lot of people doing is they're doing Instagram live podcasts, which is great. I love that as a concept, 
But now, how do you syndicate that out so that it gets the most amount of views, the most amount of longevity, right? When I walk into someone's home and I say, hey, Alexa, let me hear the Disrupt podcast. I want it to pull up my podcast. I don't want it to say, hey, I don't know. I'm not sure. I looked on TuneIn. It's not there. It's only on YouTube. I don't know to go on YouTube, right? So getting it in the right places. What's the other place where people are consuming podcasts the most? Everyone who has an iPhone, millions and millions of iPhone users, I think it's about 30 or 40% of the iPhones in the United States are, um, but smartphones in the United States are, are made by Apple. They have a native podcast app that's built into the phone. So as soon as they buy the phone, Apple iTunes has the podcasting app. There's a whole submission process that goes into getting your podcast on iTunes, getting it approved. Another thing is making sure you get it approved, right? Making sure that your, um, your titles and your descriptions and all those things pass um, iTunes certification. Making sure that all the music is what they call pod safe music. It's safe to be on a podcast. You cannot take a Drake song and put it on your show or your show will not be allowed on YouTube, uh, on iTunes or on YouTube. It could also get flagged. Um, because that would be a copyright violation. iTunes sells MP3s from Drake. So they're not going to want that on their platform. So getting it onto Apple Podcasts should be the first thing that you do. The second one is tune in. The third one is going to be uh, Google Play Podcasts. So this is a new service that came out in the last, I believe, 6 to 12 months. So a lot of people don't even know this is a thing. But now all Android phones are doing what all iPhones did forever and coming with a stock podcasting app. What that means is if your podcast is not in the Play Store, how many Android users? Again, 50, 60% of the market, they're all using Android. And now you're, you're leaving those guys out. So making sure that your podcast is on Apple, it's on TuneIn, it's on Spotify, and it's on Google Play Podcast is essential. There are tons of other podcasting platforms. It's great. Submit them to as many as will have you. But if you're on those four major platforms, you're in good shape. Uh, next is recording, right? So what type of equipment are you going to want to use? Uh, I recommend all Blue products. Blue has two products that I highly recommend. One of them is the Blue Snowball mic. It's 50 bucks. It's a really, really, really great microphone. And that microphone uh, is perfect if you're going to be doing uh, podcast interviews over the internet. And it's going to be you at home in front of your uh, microphone. It is amazing for that. It is not good, however, if you're going to have two people. If you're going to have two people, maybe one on each side of the microphone, or if you're going to have a whole room of people, people around it and do group interviews. You're going to want to get another product uh, from Blue. It's a little more expensive. It's about uh, 130 140 depending on where you go. Um, if you go on Amazon, I think you can get it for maybe 100 It is called the Blue Yeti. Blue Yeti is a, a larger mic. Still really, really great quality, but it has an omnidirectional microphone that will capture everyone that's standing around the table, whereas the Blue Snowball, which, like I mentioned, is only $50, uh, it's one-directional. It's only going to capture the... Uh, audio in front of you. Um, so making sure that you have the right equipment, making sure that you're in a really good room. If you look at the room that I'm in right now, you probably hear an echo. This is not the best room to record a podcast. One of the things that I think is different from recording content on YouTube for video is audio. All you have is the audio. 
with podcasts. You don't have any video, right? So you're watching this video, you're able to see me, you're able to forgive, okay, there's a little bit of an echo in the room, I see that he's in a warehouse, uh, and you're able to understand that. If I was to upload this as a podcast, it wouldn't work because you're gonna hear that echo. So making sure that you're in a small room, making sure that the ceilings are low, and if they are high ceilings, that you have um, sound cancellation. Uh, the next thing that's super, super useful uh, is getting a stand for the mic. Uh, so you can buy these on Amazon. It's, it's a little metal stand. Your mic will screw into it. Um, and it just makes it really easy when you're recording your show to be able to position the microphone close to you. Uh, next is automating your calendar, automating your uh, scheduling and booking of podcast guests. There's three different types of shows you can do. Um, but the one that I recommend the most is an interview style podcast. You can do uh, a storytelling podcast. And again, let's say you uh, want to tell a Harry Potter story over audio. Great use case to do it. Super, super, super cool. Um, and then the other one could be some sort of information, right? If you almost want to teach a course over a podcast, you can do that as well. Another, another good, cool use. Uh, but I think the best, most high value type of podcast you can start in 2019 is an interview style podcast where you interview other thought leaders in your industry and you are able to learn from them and allow them to learn from you. And it's this mutual reciprocal uh, kind of collaboration. And then every single podcast episode is a collaboration where you have the possibility of the person sharing that out to their audience. And now you're gaining more followers and more listeners. Um, and it also gives you the opportunity to do business networking, right? Hey, would you like to be a guest on my podcast? I have an interview show. Um, so I really, really think for 90% of the people that are watching this, an interview style podcast is a way to go. But if you have a passion for storytelling, you have a passion for teaching, uh, those are the other two styles of podcasts that you can do. Um, but if you're going to be booking guests, you're going to be dealing with a lot of logistics. So the tool that I recommend is called Calendarly. And Calendarly allows you uh, to book meetings. If you're not using it already for sales and marketing, it's a great tool to just book meetings in general. But for podcast guests, it's great. So you can create an event type called podcast, depending on how long you want your shows to be. Maybe they're 30 minutes, maybe they're an hour, maybe they're 20 minutes. You book that out all through Calendarly. And then Calendarly will look at your calendar, decide, okay, where are the best places for this interview to happen? And it'll allow the guest to say, oh, Tuesday at six o'clock, he's available. Great, let me book that. When they go into the booking, here's the best part. You can ask additional questions besides just their name and email. So you can get their phone number so that you can link up with them. You can leave them instructions on how to connect with you. I recommend using the Zoom platform. So Zoom is similar to Skype. You set up with Zoom. Zoom is gonna record your, um, your podcast. And you're going to take that podcast recording and uh, it's going to give you a link. So you take that smart link, you put it into Calendarly, uh, and then when they're filling out the Calendarly, it's going to say, hey, on the day of the podcast, make sure you downloaded this software, make sure you click this link so you can join the chat room so that we can record the podcast. Um, and then you can ask them the questions that you need for the show for the interview itself. So questions that we ask, uh, the first one is give us a bio that we can read on the show before uh, we announce you. And then also that bio is used in the show notes. 
Then we ask them if they have any product or service or something that they really, really, really want to discuss. A lot of times we get authors, right, or entrepreneurs that may have launched a new business, a new course, a new product, a new book, right, and they're going to want to talk about that. So it gives me the opportunity as the host to read all those notes ahead of time. And when we go into the, um, when we go into the uh, interview process, I have all the notes in front of me. I'm super, super, super prepared. Um, and we have a template for the questions that you need to ask uh, inside of our podcast masterclass, uh, which I'm going to talk about uh, at the end of the uh, show. But so you have your calendarly link. All your stuff is scheduled out. The person goes in there and they book. And then the last question that we ask them is uh, links out to their social media. And again, those are things that we're going to want to put in the show notes, put in the description of each podcast episode. Um, so now you have the booking. All the booking is done. They're able to book their own uh, show so that they can be a guest on your show. The uh, final thing we're going to want to talk about is now recording, right? On the day of the show, what software do you use? So like I mentioned, we use a product called Zoom. Uh, what I'll do is I'll hop on the conference call. I'll talk to them for about five minutes, get to know them a little bit, uh, and then I'll press record. I'll try not to have a full conversation. What ends up happening is some of the best stuff, uh, best conversations will start happening immediately. So if you feel that happening, tell them, hey, I want to save this for the show. Boom, and press record. Then we create a format for your show. So again, we have a podcast masterclass where we walk you through this. Uh, in 90 days, we help you launch your first podcast. We hold your hand and we give you uh, coaching and consulting on your podcast, getting your cover correct. We have graphic designers that will help you with your cover art. We help submit you to all the various podcast networks and get you listed. Um, and then we help you concept your show. So the Next thing that you're going to want to do before you jump into podcasting is storyboard out your whole concept, right? So what are the questions that you ask? For the Disrupt podcast, the end of each episode, you'll notice we ask, what does Disrupt mean to you? We've asked that to over 60 multimillionaire entrepreneurs. And that, if you follow our show, is something that you're going to remember. It's something that is um, almost like a trademark of our brand, right? So you want to figure out what are the questions that you ask. Another question that we ask a lot of the time is if you were 18 years old and you had no money, no resources, you were starting from scratch, all you had was Wi-Fi in the dream and you had one uh, hour to talk to your younger self, what would you tell yourself, right? That's a crazy question and we've asked that to a lot of influential people. So depending on what the outcome is and what the audience is of your show, you're going to want to come up with your own copyrighted questions that are part of your show's format that your guests are going to expect and that are going to become a part of your brand. And that's about it. Those are the basics of how to start a podcast in 2018. Well, 2019. Um, it is New Year's. Uh, New Year's is uh, four days away, so it's about to be 2019. I'm excited to jump into the new year. Uh, we had a great year on the podcast. We had over 60-plus entrepreneurs, people like Gerard Adams, Paul Getter, um, uh, Roberto Blake, uh, Carlos Gill, uh, Vicky, like a whole host of amazing, amazing guests um, who came on the show, provided value, people who have made, you know, John Malott, like John Malott made 200 million last year, um, Gerard sold his company for 50 million bucks, um, you know, Paul Gettard uh, has made millions of dollars online um, doing marketing for people like Ty Lopez and Grant Cardone, all these different amazing individuals 
we were able to connect with, build relationships with. I've gone out to dinner with a lot of these guys. Um, I went to Puerto Rico with a lot of these guys, like really amazing relationships, all centered around launching a podcast. So we're creating a podcast masterclass. It's walking you through how to get your podcast off the ground in 90 days uh, and creating your first season. And we're calling that season a 10 episode block. So we will work with you until you get your first 10 episodes and help you get your podcast listed on all the major platforms and get it off the ground. And not only get it off the ground, but get listeners, right? How are you gonna market your podcast? How are you going to uh, get in the right audience? How are you gonna actually perfect it and turn it into a brand rather than a hobby, right? Um, I interviewed a really famous podcaster. His name is Jeremy Slate. And I was talking to him, I was like, what advice do you have for podcasters? And he was like, don't stop after episode 20. He's like, I see so many podcasters, they go up to episode 10, episode three, episode four, episode five. And he said, if I have one piece of advice, I would say, I want you to get to at least 20 episodes. So we're gonna help you get half of the way there. We're gonna help you get your first 10 podcasts done in the first 90 days and help you get into the app store so you can start a podcast and, you know, build something for your future, right? So if that's something that you're interested in, please uh, click the link below. There's actually a calendarly link below that you can fill out um, and set up a uh, free 15 minute consultation. Uh, we'll see if you're right fit for the program. And, um, you know, we're only taking a limited number of people into this program this year. We want people who are dedicated, who are gonna take this serious, who are gonna realize the opportunity that's in front of them. Um, one of the nice things about working with us is that we have a huge network of not only world-class guests that we can help you get on your show, um, but then other podcasters that can help syndicate your, your podcast out and really get your name out there and help you build your personal brand. So if that's something that you're interested in, please um, click the link down below. It's a calendarly link. You can set up a call. Um, other than that, I hope you enjoyed this video. hope it provides you value. Um, I did my best to provide massive value in this video. If you follow the steps that are in this video, I know that you can start a successful podcast. And if you get stuck along the way, we are here to help. So that's it. My name is Anthony Delgado. I hope you enjoyed this video and I'll see you on the podcast. Later.